What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you'll find out what the Fukushima is going on. And <clears throat> welcome to our show today. It is Thursday, July 27th, 2023. Sure happy it's Thursday. Sure happy it's Thursday. Sure happy it's Thursday. It is another very, very busy news day, and we're going to try and get through as much of it as we can before it's time to open up the phone lines for your comments, questions, observations, and opinions. Mike is in our control room taking care of business, so let's get right on into it. Now, everybody's still talking about the collapse of Hunter Biden's plea deal, and there was an interesting article that came out of the Federalists saying that the plea deal was not really designed to protect Hunter Biden. It was supposed to protect Joe Biden. And uh, basically because they wanted to shut down all the investigations uh, before they could reach Joe Biden. And that's why they tried to go with that deal that said uh, uh, the plea deal included no more prosecutions for any other crimes. And the prosecution said, we're not going to go with that. And that's basically what killed the plea deal. And uh, so the judge refused to sign off on it. They backed out of the deal. Hunter pled guilty on those misdemeanor tax charges. And, um, you know, at this point, <clears throat> this uh, Biden bribery scandal, which uh, involves, so far as we know, China, Romania, and Ukraine, uh, this is the biggest scandal in American political history. We've gone way past Watergate right now. And, uh, you know, we're going to see how it's going to play out. It's turning into a partisan, uh, you know, street fight, actually. And uh, the Democrats are still out there saying, no, 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 this is this is a father who loved his son, and you can't indict him for that, and so forth and so on. Another article along the same line came out of the Daily Mail saying, what does Hunter's collapse plea deal mean for Joe? President could be in the firing line over son's deals with China and Ukraine. And... Uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, it, the collapse of the plea deal doesn't just drag out Hunter's legal issues. It is presenting problems for Joe Biden. We can almost smell the panic wafting over the Potomac here. Now, uh, Greg Gutfeld is out there saying that Biden deserves to be impeached for participating in the Burisma scandal. And we're hearing more and more talk about impeachment. And a lot of people are getting very, very frustrated with Kevin McCarthy, who's still saying, well, we're still looking. We're, you know, we're having an impeachment inquiry and so forth. You know, I mean, the evidence of guilt is there. Uh, and, uh, you know, Comer has it all. He's got the bank records. Uh, it is time to move on this deal right now. And uh, so it, it's um, <laughs> it, it's definitely there. And uh, it is it's time to uh, it's time to impeach uh, Joe Biden and uh, head of the CIA. I'm sorry, head of the FBI, rather, uh, the attorney general. Uh, all of these people who took part in this and took part in the cover up, they need to be shown the exit. OK, now the uh, collapse of Hunter Biden's plea deal is also putting the Justice Department in the hot seat because attention has now been drawn to how they were dragging out the investigation and trying to block it. They let some of the statute of limitations expire. And uh, so uh, they're they're looking uh, not too uh, good right now. In fact, you know, the government as a whole isn't looking very good right now to the American people. A uh, story coming on out of the Federalist again, uh, saying that the Biden family scandals are so much bigger than Hunter's hookers and Burisma bribery and violations of the Mann Act. I mean, technically, Hunter Biden is guilty of sexual human trafficking. Now, yes, the woman involved was being paid and she was a willing participant, but he basically flew her across state lines for sexual purposes. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, we're, we're looking at Hunter's sordid sex life, history of drug abuse, well documented on that laptop. Uh, but it's, you know, now concerning Joe Biden's abuse of power as vice president for financial gain. And uh, it now includes 10 distinct scandals. And uh, it, it's a, it is a mess. It's history in the making. So, you know, enjoy the moment here. Now, Jim Jordan is closing in on the Bidens. He's starting to look at this issue. Was Hunter Biden acting as an unregistered foreign agent? And did Joe Biden benefit? 
and you know this uh, is this illegal foreign influence peddling scheme. And uh, one of the uh, investigations that's still going on is if Hunter Biden is in violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. And yes, obviously he is. He was acting as an agent for Ukraine, <clears throat> China, Romania, and he did not register saying, I am acting as a foreign agent uh, for uh, these uh, countries here. And of course, uh, we're back to that same question that we had in Watergate. What did the president know and when did he know it? Now, over at The View, and maybe they're just getting a little bit tense because Bob Iger is dropping hints about selling off uh, Disney's interest in ABC, which might mean the end of their show. But uh, during yesterday's broadcast of The View, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, you know, just tried to pretend there was no evidence of corruption against Joe Biden. And she tried to say that Republicans are just trying to punish Biden because he won the 2020 election. Actually, Biden stole it. And the latest poll is 67 percent of voters think the 2020 election was, in fact, stolen. So anyway, um, you know, Goldberg basically came on out and said, you know, what bribery scheme? There's no bribery scheme. And she also basically um, uh, came on out saying uh, about Hunter Biden's laptop. People should just shut up about it. You know, I, I hate it. It should just, you know, co collapse into dust. And, uh, you know, we know he had this terrible addiction problem. That's why he got the diversion program for the gun charge. And uh, it, it, it's, you know, Hunter, Whoopi's just out there, you know, doing a full court press, trying to keep this scandal under wraps. And all she's really doing is kind of wrecking her own credibility, if you think about it. All righty. Now, Donald Trump's lawyers have been informed earlier today to expect another indictment related to January 6th. This is the one where they're going to try and invoke the 14th Amendment to prevent Donald Trump from running in the election next year. And, uh, of course, there's zero evidence. It's just another smear job here. We have the videos of Donald Trump making his speech there in uh, Washington and telling the people we're going to have a peaceful protest. Please cooperate with the Capitol Police. We don't want any violence. And then when things started getting out of control at the Capitol building, he did another video uh, feed from the White House saying, please go home peacefully. So it's going to be... Uh, you know, a very, very difficult case, but they're going to smear him with it to try and, uh, you know, keep him from, uh, you know, running uh, next year. And his poll numbers continue to climb. He is way, way ahead of everybody else in the uh, uh, Republican primary. He is polling ahead of Joe Biden. And uh, clearly the deep state is very much afraid of him. Now, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is in second place in the polling uh, for the GOP nomination, but his poll numbers are, 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 are dropping, and apparently donations are drying up, and he had to let go over a third of his campaign staff this week, and he's basically trying to restart his campaign after a troubled launch. Okay, so let's talk about Mitch McConnell. A lot of people are very worried about him. He had that, that uh, uh, freeze where he was at the podium and he just stopped talking and people were talking to him and he wasn't replying and they escorted him out. Then he was able to come on back and say, I'm fine, I'm able to do my job. Well, more of that has uh, surfaced. Apparently, uh, Mitch McConnell has had a series of falls, most recently at the uh, Ronald Reagan Airport in uh, Washington, D.C., and uh, according to this story that's coming on out of the Gateway Pundit, uh, he is using a wheelchair uh, when he's out of the public eye, you know, supposedly as a precaution, which it's a smart precaution, okay? You know, when I was stuck in a wheelchair, you know, I could stand up and walk, but they said, you stay down there just in case. And, uh, you know, I don't like to see anybody dealing with those kind of issues, um, so I sympathize with Mitch McConnell, uh, but again, he's another example of the gerontocracy that is running this country. And as another example of that, apparently Dianne Feinstein uh, went off to try and make a speech during a vote on the defense bill, and one of her aides just leaned in and said, just say I. That's all you need to do. And so uh, it's really uh, kind of uh, disgraceful there. 
All righty. Now, down in the Virgin Islands, Leon Black, who was an associate of Jeffrey Epstein, he has paid the U.S. Virgin Islands $62 million. Actually, he did that back in 2021 after being asked for all of his communications with Jeffrey Epstein, uh, along with photos of his trips to Epstein's island. And uh, basically, he didn't want to turn over uh, any of that information. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, he agreed to pay $62.5 million to just make the problem go away. Apparently, if you're very, very rich, you know, you can get away with uh, child molestation. Now, here's a really good one to think about. Okay. Federal prosecutors with Democrat President Joe Biden's Department of Justice have dropped the campaign finance charge against former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried. Okay, and he was the Democratic Party's second largest donor after George Soros. And so uh, the weaponized feds informed a New York City judge that another charge was being dropped against the crypto scammer. They're claiming it was a procedural failing. Now, during the midterm elections, uh, Bankman-Fried spent more than $40 million on Democratic candidates. And up to two million, uh, two billion in customer funds is still missing after FTX imploded last year. So... Why the favorable treatment? Well, it turns out Sam Bankman-Fried gave $300,000 to House committee members investigating him, including Maxine Waters. And don't forget that Sam Bankman-Fried admitted FTX was a crypto laundromat for the Ukrainian government. And here is another case of corruption. Joe Biden takes your money and sends it to Ukraine. Ukraine washes some of that money through FTX. The CEO of FTX donates millions to Democrats, and the Democrats use that money to steal elections. That seems to be the pattern that is emerging. Now, for months now, various Democrats and their media allies have been trying to delegitimize the U.S. Supreme Court openly on television and social media. Uh, You know, this is a political strategy. If the court is seen as illegitimate, rulings by the court that are disliked by Democrats and members of the progressive base can be ignored, okay? And we reported uh, earlier in the week uh, how Harvard Law Professor Mark Tushinet and a uh, political scientist from San Francisco State University named Aaron Belkin wrote a letter to Joe Biden urging him to embrace popular constitutionalism, which is their word for if the president doesn't like what the Supreme Court is saying, uh, that he should just ignore it. Now, there's a word for this, and it is called dictatorship. Basically the same thing that Netanyahu just did in uh, uh, Israel, which is causing a ruckus. Now, going back to the Constitution, you know, we have these three separate but equal branches of government. The legislative, the executive, and the judiciary, which means the Supreme Court. Uh, They are not subordinate to the executive branch, which means Joe Biden has no authority to uh, ignore their rulings. And, uh, you know, we are seeing the emergence of a lawless government. They don't follow their own rules. Certainly looking at that open border situation, they're just flaunting Title VIII. Okay? We have all these uh, reports about uh, the FBI doing warrantless surveillance on Americans uh, for just wanting to privately sell their guns. And, yeah, they're completely out of control. They have just completely wandered off that constitutional reservation. And in my view, that constitution is the original contract with America. Okay? And if the government isn't going to keep their side of the deal, then why should the American people be compelled to keep their side of the deal? All right, so let's talk about COVID. There is um, uh, a new study that came on out Uh, in a peer-reviewed medical journal, and it's revealing that heart injuries caused by the COVID mRNA shots are actually 3,000 times higher than the official government figures claim. They lied to us again. Imagine my shock. So researchers in Switzerland conducted a study involving 777 participants. They were all medical professionals who had been required to keep fully vaccinated for work due to the vaccine mandates. 
and the researchers analyzed the patients for subclinical myocarditis after they'd received the injections. And the incidence of elevated cardiac enzymes just three days after the shot was substantial at almost 3%. That's one in 35. One out of every 35 people who get those mRNA shots are suffering heart damage. Now, this is, of course, a lot higher than the number claimed by the CDC. The CDC is claiming the rate of subclinical myocarditis as a side effect of the shots was about one out of 100,000. So, obviously, uh, somebody somewhere is fibbing, and I tend to think it is the CDC. All right, now, Dr. Peter McCullough has weighed in on LeBron James' son's cardiac arrest and the potential role of the spike protein. And uh, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest during a basketball workout at the University of Southern California. Now, he, like his father, is a basketball prodigy. Uh, He's out of ICU. He's in stable condition. Um, And it's just the latest in a whole almost seeming flood of cardiac incidents hitting young athletes. And Dr. Peter McCullough is, is speaking out involving, uh, you know, the, the Bronny James and saying there is an issue there. There are too many of these young people who are just falling over dead. Now, over at CNN, Dr. Sanjay Gupta uh, appeared to discuss LeBron James' son's cardiac arrest. And he basically said that 18-year-olds having a heart attack is it's really common. It's more common than people realize. It's just really no big deal. You know, young people are dropping dead all the time, and you guys are just making, you know, a big deal over nothing here. Now, Joe Biden, a few days ago, had another senior moment where he claimed he had ended cancer as we know it. Now, the White House quickly edited the transcript uh, to erase that. But the fact of the matter is that America is going backwards when it comes to several types of cancers. Okay? And, uh, you know, America's progress on cancer is slowing, and we're seeing more and more cancers in young people. And we know there's a lot of chemicals out there that cause cancer. We know that some of the chemicals that are in vaccines can cause cancer. And, uh, you know, it's a very toxic environment here. All right, let's talk about the uh, international news here. And, uh, you know, just a month after Russia's special military operation in Ukraine, White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan announced that Biden was traveling to Europe to send a powerful message, we are prepared and committed to this for as long as it takes. Soon other, other top officials in the administration, including Joe Biden himself, began saying the same message. Yet to this day, it remains unclear to Americans what victory actually means in Ukraine. Now, one theory suggests the United States should facilitate peace talks to prevent the spread of war from entering a NATO member country. And while that is a good cause, our government has thus far guaranteed a continuous stream of funding and weapons to Zelensky and scuttled efforts for a peaceful resolution to the uh, to the uh, uh, conflict here. Another theory uh, offered by Secretary Blinken uh, entails removing all Russians from Ukraine, including Crimea, and this mission would require drastically different resources from our government, and it's one that Congress should debate before sending another dime of assistance to Ukraine. So uh, we've got very murky objectives. We don't really know, you know, what we're supposed to be doing over there. Another article is out here uh, talking about the darkness ahead, where the Ukraine war is headed. And, uh, you know, is a meaningful peace agreement possible? The author of the article says, no, they, they don't. And we're now in a war where both sides, Ukraine and the West on one side and Russia on the other, see each other as an existential threat that must be defeated. And... Uh, That seems to make it impossible to reach a workable peace treaty. Plus, the U.S. just isn't uh, interested in it. Uh, Rand Paul came out with a comment saying the U.S. is desperate to have a war uh, as a distraction from all the scandals. Oh, we got to take a break for commercials, and we'll be right back.
some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3dbunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both Internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Let's talk Bidenomics. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. President Biden and his team are standing behind their economic record as Biden kicks off his re-election campaign. Let's talk about some numbers. $2.39. That was the price of a gallon of regular gasoline on Inauguration Day 2021. $3.56 was the average price yesterday. That is a $1.17 or 49% increase which costs the average driver an additional $525 a year. So Bidenomics is not good on gasoline. 2.65% was the rate for a 30-year mortgage when Biden took office. 7.51% is the 30-year fixed rate today. That is a 283% increase that costs home buyers an extra $528 a month on a $100,000 mortgage. And those together, the Biden economy costs the average home buyer with a car an extra $6,861 a year. So sure, unemployment is down, but Biden inflation is robbing all of us. Remember to listen what a politician doesn't say. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Corporations, Wall Street and the banks rule our politicians. They don't deserve our thanks, then they tell us. The banks are too big to fail, when the banksters all need to be. Welcome back to our show, and we're talking about where is the Ukraine war going. One possible outcome is a frozen conflict that could easily turn into a hot war, or it just could be a stalemate like we had in Afghanistan and go on for the next 20 years. The worst possible outcome, of course, is a nuclear war which cannot be ruled out. And according to the author of this article, Russia will ultimately win the war. It will not decisively defeat Ukraine. Uh, it will probably grab uh, the western, I'm sorry, the eastern part, the Donbass, in order to protect the ethnic Russians there. Meanwhile, Poland is sort of making noises about grabbing parts of western Ukraine, which they feel is historically their territory. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's not looking really good. All right, NATO is going to increase the air patrols in the Black Sea uh, to keep an eye on Russia. And uh, uh, this is the result of uh, Russia withdrawing from the Black Sea Grain Export Agreement and uh, that it would consider civilian ships potentially carrying military supplies to Kiev. And they've already found one that on being searched, uh, they found traces of explosives. So uh, NATO is going on up there, and it looks like there could be a potential flashpoint there when Russia is interdicting ships, and the U.S. Navy is out there uh, to do convoy duty, and NATO is overhead, and so 
one mistake and the shooting will really, really begin. Now, Scott Ritter had a video, and basically the message is, NATO cannot fight Russia. And, uh, you know, we're, we're already seeing serious divisions within NATO. Uh, they could actually break up over this whole Ukraine issue. Now, interestingly enough, um, former U.S. Ambassador to Kiev, John Herbst, uh, is out there pushing the idea that ending military aid to Ukraine would surpass the Afghanistan debacle. And uh, I certainly uh, disagree, but he was talking to the Wall Street Journal and uh, responding to the fact that the counteroffensive is really not going very well. Uh, at this point, Biden's decision to support Ukraine is the greatest blunder in U.S. modern geopolitical history. But again, it appears that Zelensky has been blackmailing Joe Biden over the Burisma scandal. And now that Burisma is out and everybody knows what was going on, all of a sudden we're starting to see uh, in certain quarters, it's time to pull back. It's, uh, let's stop throwing good money after bad and, uh, you know, uh, on that whole situation. Meanwhile, over in Syria, a Saudi Arabian F-15SA fighter uh, crashed during a training mission. And um, so they're not doing very well over there. Uh, now, over in Africa, in Niger, there has been a military coup that has removed President Mohamed Bazoum from power. This happened late last night, hours after members of the Presidential Guard detained the politician at his official residence. So, uh, there are uh, <clears throat> big changes over there. Now, getting on back to uh, uh, Israel... Apparently, uh, Israel's parliament has been accused of passing a racist piece of legislation that would see Palestinian citizens of Israel screamed from living in almost half of the country's small villages and towns. Uh, the so-called admissions committee law passed on Tuesday would strengthen a controversial 2011 piece of legislation that allows those same panels made up of members of the local community to screen applicants for housing units and plots of land in hundreds of Jewish Israeli community towns built on state land. Now, human rights campaigners have stressed this is aimed at giving these communities the power to prevent Palestinians from buying or renting Homes. Now, there are almost 2 million Palestinian citizens of Israel. They make up 20% of the country's population. Now, the law does not officially allow the committees to reject residential candidates for reason of race, religion, gender, nationality, disability, class, age, parentage, sexual orientation, country of origin, views, or political uh, affiliation. Latest polls are showing a large number of Israelis are considering leaving the country because of this judicial reform. And uh, Israeli Channel 13 uh, ran a poll about this and indicated that Israel's very demography will change because of the current political crisis. And uh, so let's see. The paper citing the Channel 13 poll said that 28% of respondents were weighing a move abroad, 64% were not, and 8% were unsure. Well, 28%, that's more than a quarter of the population of Israel is thinking it's time to get out of that country. And if you'll remember, in the run-up to World War II, people were leaving uh, Germany in droves, and uh, same thing may be happening here. Now, a <clears throat> little bit of good news here. Israeli police have dismantled an international sex trafficking ring. You know, the, uh, the kind of behavior that uh, the Democrats and liberals are saying, it's just a conspiracy theory, it doesn't really happen. Well, yes, it happens. Uh, the police searched the homes of 15 people suspected of being involved in trafficking women in Israel and abroad for prostitution. Oh, we got to take another break for commercials? My goodness, how time flies when you're having fun. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. 
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. What if Extendivite really works, but you find that hard to believe and you spend precious time looking for someone to say, just try it. I have my help today because of Extendivite. And if I did not take a leap of faith and try it, well, I would be on disability today. Take one bottle of Extendivite as suggested for 60 days to find out for yourself. No need to stop any other meds you may be on. You know by now that they are not working for you. Before the 60 days are up, I know that you will feel Extendivite working for you and will want to take another bottle. Life is too short. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. And welcome back to our show. And we were talking about how Israeli police have dismantled an international sex trafficking ring. And uh, apparently uh, seven of the victims, uh, women in their 20s and 30s, were, mainly came from Belarus and Ukraine. And uh, they've now been uh, put into the care of social services uh, after, you know, testifying to the police here. And according to the investigation, the suspects who made up the network earned almost $3 million over the past five years. Uh, The women in question were sometimes forced into prostitution shortly after arriving in Israel. All right, let's talk about... um, Let's talk about the economy here. The Biden administration's Department of Education announced Tuesday it would forgive approximately $130 million in federal student loan debt for thousands of borrowers who attended a private career school in Colorado. Now, this is just blatant vote buying is what's going on here. Uh, You know, forgiving the college loans, talk about reparations for slavery, they're they're trying to buy the votes of the students and the black population. Okay, meanwhile, this is kind of an interesting development. The Federal Trade Commission uh, is finalizing their antitrust lawsuit against Amazon, a move that could ultimately break up parts of the company. Now, the FTC has been investigating Amazon on a number of fronts, and the coming case would be one of the most aggressive and high-profile moves in the Biden administration's rocky effort to tame the power of tech giants. 
and probably send a warning to the other tech giants, you do what we tell you or we're going to come after you. So the uh, lawsuit is expected uh, as soon as next month and will challenge a host of Amazon's business practices. And uh, if successful, it could lead to a court-ordered restructuring, restructuring, rented lips, of the $1.3 trillion empire and define the legacy of FTC chair uh, Lena Khan. Okay. <clears throat> now, over at Anheuser-Busch, um, they are still feeling the pain of that debacle from Dylan Mulvaney, and uh, the company has lost billions in revenue, and now they're having to lay off hundreds of U.S. workers uh, just to try and stay in business. And by the way, uh, Claire and I were at the uh, local Walmart earlier today, and, and again, the Bud Light is still full on the shelves. You know, the other beers are selling. The Bud Light is not going out the door here. Okay, now the United States is getting very worried about China's uh, technological advancement, economic advancement, and, you know, in a reasonable world, I would think, well, let's, you know, work on our economy, let's work on our technology and our manufacturing, uh, but apparently Washington's idea is if somebody is rising up to threaten you, uh, it's best to just knock them down. And so Washington is uh, formulating a plan to try and kneecap China's economy. Uh, they want to thwart China's development and preserve America's premier position in the global order. I'm not sure that we still actually have it, maybe more illusion. The economic part of the plan is called decoupling, which refers to selectively blocking China's access to critical technology, particularly advanced semiconductors. And... Uh, Basically, uh, they're erecting a digital iron curtain between China and the rest of the world. I think that's going to backfire on them because China will just start manufacturing their own uh, semiconductors. Now, uh, getting back to Israel again, Israel's sovereign credit rating on Tuesday was lowered by credit rating agency Morgan Stanley, and Moody's warned of a significant risk that political and social tensions will lead to negative consequences for Israel's economy and security situation. Certainly, if 28% of the population is thinking about leaving the country, that's going to be a major, major blow. Okay. Now, earlier this week, um, the uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, was, uh, you know, called to a hearing at uh, the uh, uh, House of Representatives, and Wyoming's GOP Congresswoman um, basically blistered him uh, for, you know, lying to the American people. And uh, Mayorkas is still saying the border is secure and everything's fine. And, and uh, the, uh, uh, the congresswoman said, we know you've lied, okay? And uh, Mayorkas was asked to resign. He said, no, he would not do that. So now there's talk about impeaching him as well. All righty. Um, you've probably heard all over the news about you know, it's the hottest it's been in the last 120,000 years. And I don't know who was taking daily temperatures 120,000 years ago. I know Homo erectus or something like that. But, um, you know, there was an article that came out of PJ Media basically looking back over the last 56 years of doomsday climate warming, either we're going into a new ice age or the planet is broiling, and none of it ever happened. None of these predictions came to pass. And, you know, they also seem to ignore actual climate-damaging emergencies like the derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, where residents suffered vomiting, rashes, nosebleeds, bronchitis while they watched their pets and livestock die. So... Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's been a huge, huge hoax. It really has. Now, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab uh, have a brand new target. They're going after farms. Okay, they're saying, oh, farms are bad for the environment. They're putting, you know, nitric uh, oxide out into the uh, atmosphere. And so over, we have this Dutch farmer protest movement. Uh, Dutch farmers are pushing back against government's efforts to shut down farms and implement nonsensical environmental standards. The farmers have stood up in protest, driving their tractors into cities and making themselves heard. And... Uh, 
you, you know, we, we need the farmers. We, that's where the food comes from. And I know everybody's uh, investing in lab-grown chicken and you know, factory-grown chicken and factory-grown meat and, you know, all this synthetic stuff. And they want to cut off our natural food supply, so we're forced to buy their products. That was a, a big reason why uh, the, the buffalo were slaughtered here in the United States uh, in order to force people to buy cattle from the cattle ranchers. So, <clears throat> anyway... Uh, there are food banks already setting up in the Netherlands, and uh, th th that's a new thing. The first one only opened back in 2002. By the end of 2005, there were more than 40 food banks open across the country after a sharp increase in the number of people looking for support. Uh, by 2006, around 8,000 households relied on food bank support, and uh, basically it's a situation there are now over 500 collection points helping to provide food for those who need it across the country there are also food banks operating now in germany and other parts of europe uh, we're headed in a really really bad direction here now joe biden is out there threatening to veto republican bills that defund diversity and lgbt initiatives okay i think there are more important problems that the president should be dealing with, like our collapsing infrastructure, you know, the fragility of the economy. But no, no, we're, we're going to do diversity in LGBT because, you know, there's plenty of votes out there. And uh, according to Fox News, the White House declared that Biden strongly opposes the appropriations bills for both the Department of Veterans Affairs and the Department of Agriculture. Uh, and these bills include billions in... Uh, uh, additional rescissions from the Inflation Reduction Act and other vital legislation that could result in an unacceptable harm to clean energy and energy uh, efficiency. So the politics are going on here, and it's, you know. Now, <clears throat> former Vice President Mike Pence said over this last weekend there needs to be a national minimum standard for abortion bans in the United States. A minimum, he said, should be set at 15 weeks of pregnancy. If you can't make up your mind, if you want to have the baby by 15 weeks, well, there's a problem there. And he made the remarks during the CNN interview uh, with host Dana Bash on State of the Union. And Pence said, you know, I am pro-life. Uh, and so forth and so on. But what's really the issue here is the whole point of the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade was to return these decisions to the states. And now Mike Pence is out there trying to sell. We have to have a national minimum standard. He wants to basically bring the abortion debate back into the uh, federal government sphere of influence. Okay, up in Oregon, Governor Tina Kotek signed a widely opposed pro-abortion bill that sparked the longest Republican walkout in the history of the legislature. And the bill allows secret abortions on teenagers without parental consent. This was House Bill 2002. And uh, uh, it makes it easier for young girls to have an abortion or to be coerced by an abuser without their parents' knowledge. And... Originally, the bill would have eliminated all parental involvement requirements and allowed girls as young as 10 to have abortions and transgender drugs and surgeries without their parents' knowledge or consent. I think that is absolutely, absolutely wrong. You know, the, the parents have to be involved. It's their child. Okay, and I know the liberals are saying, no, 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 it takes a village. The children belong to the community and they belong, you know, to the political system. All right, there's an article that came out of the Daily Mail, and it talks about what happens after you go through transgender assignment surgery, okay? And uh, apparently researchers from the University of Florida and Brooks Rehabilitation uh, showed that more than half of trans surgery patients endured pain during sex. Nearly a third could not control their bladders, Okay. 81% of the patients endure pain for the first five years after the procedure, and, you know, the, the rest are incontinent. I mean, this is terrible, terrible stuff, you know, that they're doing to these kids. And, you know, I'm, we're starting to see lawsuits being filed by, you know, very young kids who were transitioned before they really understood what it meant, and it's wrecked their lives. And, uh, yeah, they're starting to file lawsuits here. 
Now, in an interview with ABC News, Assistant Secretary for Health Admiral Rachel Levine, a man who imagines or hallucinates that he's a woman, argued that subjecting minors to so-called gender-affirming care is necessary for suicide prevention. Okay? And uh, basically, he, she, it, zize, whatever, uh, said... The treatment options for gender-affirming care for transgender youths really are evidence-based, okay? And, uh, you know, went back to the argument, what if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if inside you feel that you're a female, but you're going through male puberty? Now, the reality is that suicide has become a problem among the transitioned. People who go through the, 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 the drugs and the chemicals and the surgery, they come out the other side, they're experiencing pain, they can't enjoy sex, uh, all the other problems there. And yes, there, are, there is a suicide problem, okay? And that's one of the big secrets the transgender movement is trying to hide, along with how many transition people wind up regretting going through that, okay? Story coming out of CatholicVote.org. You know, Pride Month may be over, uh, but liberal agendas pushed on schools by organizations like the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network are still training teachers to groom children in schools, to sexualize them. And they're putting so much effort into that. You know, our academic uh, performance of these kids is is just communicating. And, um, you know, it's... It's nonsense, and the kids are going to come home, their heads filled with indoctrination, saying, yeah, this is really good, and, uh, you know, it's cool to have sex when you're a kid with an, uh, a grown-up and an adult. And that really is just a little bit sick. I, I sometimes think this effort to normalize pedophilia is to reduce the potential political damage if the Jeffrey Epstein client list ever does get leaked out. Okay? So... That may be what's uh, the agenda behind that here. And getting on back to academic performance, uh, there's an article in Zero Hedge. It's time to acknowledge America's education crisis. Now, the recent Supreme Court ruling regarding college admissions has once again thrust America's educational system into the spotlight. A major question that came from the ruling is whether America's children are being intellectually and academically prepared to even enter or succeed in these colleges and universities. The tragic answer is that America's public education system is failing to equip our youth with the tools necessary to succeed in in education and professional lives. But the kids know all the correct gender pronouns, so that's got to count for something here. All right. Now, the American Library Association has been a uh, driving force in keeping these sexually explicit books in uh, school and public libraries. And there is a new organization, uh, the World Library Association. It's been set up to basically argue the other side, that uh, these books are wholly inappropriate for young children and that children should be allowed to stay children for as long as they can. And, uh, you know, when they get old enough, they'll, just, they'll learn about all this stuff at an appropriate time. But it does look like our public school system has been transformed into a gigantic grooming machine to front-end child sex trafficking and so forth. It's, it's really horrific when you think about it. Okay, uh, Eventbrite has removed the listing of an upcoming Let Women Speak Austin event hosted by the Independent Women's Network that'll focus on protecting women's sex-specific spaces like restrooms and locker rooms. Well, Eventbrite said, no, no, we can't have any of that nonsense around here, so we're going to cancel that whole situation. Meanwhile, probably a good workable uh, situation. World Aquatics, the world swimming governing body, announced on Tuesday it's going to set up a third category. There's going to be men and women and transgender athletes. Now, this is not going to go over very well with the transgender athletes who like to compete against biological women. Now they're going to have to compete against other transgender athletes who are biologically male inside. So this is going to kick up a little bit of a furor. All right. Now, let's see. Um, There is this Christian snowboarding coach 
who was fired over comments about boys in girls' sports, and he's now filed a First Amendment lawsuit. This is up in Vermont, and uh, you know, he was saying, you know, males identifying as females should not compete in girls' sports. And so he's now suing the school for violating his First Amendment rights. And I, I don't know how we got this crazy of letting men who imagine they're women compete against biological women. There is a reason there is a male, uh, a men's and women's division in sport. Men are larger and stronger overall. we got to take a break. The commercials will be right back. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Got the bombs, we'll plant them anywhere you like and blow up in one. Whip this world into a frenzy, killing babies, dads, and moms. If you got the money, honey, we got the bombs. If you got the money, well, we won't say we did. And welcome back to our show here and over in Virginia. Their education department has finalized a new rule requiring all public schools to get parental permission before cooperating with students who want to identify as a different gender. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are starting to mock this whole thing, saying they identify as an Apache attack helicopter. 
you know, I identify as a very wealthy uh, talk radio host, but it hasn't happened yet. Anyway, um, DeSantis has instructed the State Board of Administration to launch an inquiry of Anheuser-Busch's assets, okay, following that whole thing with the uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And uh, apparently DeSantis is thinking about suing them. Now, we've all heard of Albert Einstein, and uh, he wrote a lot of letters, and they're considered very collectible. And he wrote a letter where he said, God could not have created the universe, and science replaces and supersedes religion. It just went on sale for $100,000. And uh, he uh, described religion as childish superstition born out of human weakness. And... um, so the, the letter is written in German to religious studies teacher Mrs. Monk, uh, the father of modern physics, also effectively debunked the Bible creation story, and uh, so forth and so on. But uh, that's what's going on there uh, right now. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Jim Jordan has just released the Facebook files Uh, This is a report of collusion between Facebook and the Biden administration to censor conservatives and especially Tucker Carlson. So a little bit of uh, it's a dictatorship when they do stuff like that. It's a clear violation of the First Amendment. And like I said, the um, uh, the government has just gone off the constitutional uh, reservation here. Okay, now. There was actually another child prostitution ring. This one was down in Cartagena, Colombia. And uh, apparently the uh, ringleaders uh, were also uh, Israelis. And I'm wondering if that's the reason why Sound of Freedom was being denounced as anti-Semitic. Okay, because when they came out with that one, everybody's saying, well, no, there's nothing in there about, you know, Jews or anything. But apparently uh, they are very much involved in that child sex trafficking. Okay. Uh, Anyway, apparently uh, there's now a concern about uh, going after Zuckerberg because of the Facebook files that Jordan just dropped. And uh, we'll see what's going to happen on that. Uh, Now, interestingly enough, during the uh, hearing for Hunter Biden's uh, plea deal, which collapsed, uh, they basically admitted uh, that, uh, you know, Joe Biden was involved in the dealings with China as well, which he had denied earlier on. So we caught him lying again. And, uh, okay, here's a story that's uh, just now coming in. Uh, apparently, the Ukraine counteroffensive is in bad shape. I saw in the corporate media they're saying, you know, huge gains, huge gains. Ukraine is just doing really well. No, they're not. We're hearing from people on the ground in Ukraine. It's just, it's a meat grinder there. And we keep hearing these stories about ongoing secret peace talks between former senior U.S. national security officials and high ranking members of the Kremlin. I'm hoping that. We're going to see some common sense break out. Okay, uh, we're coming up on station identification here. We're going to open up the phone lines. We've already got two callers on the line. 512-248-8252, and we'll be right back. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. 
you can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 